Welcome to the Rise and Shine podcast, where we discuss filling your own cup, embracing financial abundance, and designing the life of your dreams. My name is Diane McKendrick, and I am here as your host, and it was my absolute privilege to bring to you today the topic of standards. Guys, are you being a slack ass? That's what I want to talk to you about today. I had an amazing epiphany the other day as I was sitting with my husband in very sacred space, sacred time. Every single morning we get up and we have a warm drink and we're really uh, conscious with the way that we design our day and our life. So we sit together, we're having a lovely conversation and Gus, my husband, started talking about hiring a plane, a private plane, to fly down to his parents' house in Marimbula. So usually if we were to catch a plane, it would take uh, most of the day to get there. So we'd drive to the airport, we'd have to change in Sydney and then fly out to Canberra and then hire a car and drive another three hours, four hours out to Marimbula. So we've been discussing and toying with this idea for a little while now that we would hire a private plane and how much that might cost and looking into the logistics and the behind the scenes of it. Obviously, my husband is a pilot. Most of you have been following me for a while now, so you know Gus is a pilot for Virgin International Airline Pilot um, and has just, uh, with COVID and everything going on, lost the job and the income for the time being. So we're just navigating through that. Um, there's lots of information through all my podcasts through my extra support webinars on people navigating, you know, similar losses of income, sole purpose and things that are happening around there. So make sure you look those up. But as we were sitting there and we're discussing and we're talking about Gus said he looked up two options. One was hiring a plane that was fast to get there really fast and the comparison of getting a slow plane and maybe staying somewhere overnight. And he was talking about the behind the scenes and how much that might cost. And as I was sitting there listening and watching and sort of observing what was happening for him and for me, I thought to myself, who is this guy? Seriously, who goes away on holidays and hires a, a private plane to fly themselves there? And as he was talking about it, it literally was like the most normal thing in the world for him to be talking about hiring a plane and flying it somewhere for our holidays. What was going on in the back of my head, the paradigm running in my head was like, only rich people do that. Only famous people do that. Like, what is he talking about? There's always, there's always possibility. I've trained my brain for opportunity and possibility. So as I was listening, that whisper and that voice in the back of my head was only very discreet, but I noticed it. I was like, Really? Is this, is this really, you just lost your, your job and the main income for the family. Is it possible that we could actually do this? And I heard that whisper like, you go, you're not good enough. You're not famous. You're not famous enough just yet. You don't have enough money to do that. Only rich people do that. Blah, 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 blah. The voice was running around in my head. So I just observed and I watched um, Gus and he was so certain about it and so excited about it. And it's a possibility for us in the future. Um, and I realized in that moment, I realized that... As I was observing him, he had set a different standard in his life around uh, things like that, around holidays and around transport, because his passion is planes, boats, and those sort of things. So generally, guys, in every single area of your life, you have set a standard. What the masses do is they react to the standards around them. Your health, your wealth, your finances, your relationships, everything you have a standard for. 
And usually it sits in our subconscious and we live up to that standard or it becomes our new normal. But what I'm noticing now is when you choose your standard, when you recognize that you want more out of that area of life, you raise your standard and you commit to it. So what today is about, are you being a slack ass? Are you the one in the relationship? Because I can guarantee whether it's in your relationship with your partner, your mum, your dad, your brothers, your sisters, your friends, when we come to the table, we actually have a standard for each different area of our life. So the first question I want to ask you is, one, what is your standard? Where are your standards in different areas of your life? So one, what is your standard? Two, are you the higher standard holder or the lower standard holder in your relationships? Because what generally happens is you have a higher, so let's use Gus and I as an example, in terms of transport and holidays and planes, trains and automobiles, because that's his passion, that's his sole purpose, that's his love, he holds a higher standard. He has a natural higher expectation of what is possible and he's basically more willing to do what it takes to get there because that's his passion, that's his standard. Whereas me, I was lagging a little bit and I had a choice. I could come up to the vibration of his standard or I could bring us back down. And this is what a lot of us do subconsciously and poo-poo the idea and be like, who are you to talk about that? What are you talking about? That's impossible. We don't do that. My family doesn't do that. We don't deserve that, but we do it in a very subconscious way. And I can almost guarantee every single one of you are doing it or navigating it right now in a relationship somewhere. So here we are. He's got the highest standard. For me, if I was to look at where my standards lay in my life, I have a very high stand because it's one of my highest values on health and fitness. So in our relationship, in our family, I set the standard for health. And Gus and I had a very in-depth conversation when we first got together, which I recommend you all do if you've got a partner or if you're seeking a partner, you need to have these conversations before you get together and start navigating uh, the rocks you know, and the challenges through the relationship. If you talk about this now and navigate it now, it will make it so much easier for you. So we had this conversation. I set a very high standard for myself in terms of um, health and fitness and finance, uh, health and fitness and finances, but health and fitness, we'll talk about that, this now. And what happened is Gus has a choice. He can raise to meet me. He can raise his own standard and meet me up here and slowly come up, feel the vibration and set the standard higher for himself. Or the other thing that happens is in relationships, my standard is here. The same thing of what could happen with the transport and the holidays is Gus has the high standard. I could pull him down and he would come back down with me or I can raise up because this is powerful. He has a powerful focus. He has a powerful commitment to it. So he's risen me up. So likewise, if I'm here in my uh, health and fitness, Gus has a decision. He can come up to meet me uh, or he can stay down there. Or the other thing that happens is he'll pull me back down. And I noticed that happening. So, so many of you get this. You're doing the challenge. You want to get fit. You want to get healthy. And you're doing all the things. You've been out and you've done the shopping and you've bought your chicken breast and your broccoli. And you're on track. You've got all your protein, all your plant-based protein there that sits well with your tummy. And you're doing really well. And the next minute, the partner brings into the house chips, lollies, chocolate, all the thing. What happens? I invite you right now to go and have a look at what happens in that instant. So you've got the high standard, 
they may have, have the lower, lower one, they've bought into the house, all these things, do you drop? Do you go ahead and then start eating the chips, the lollies, the chocolate? Or do you say to them, thank you for bringing that in. I'm not gonna have any, particularly for the next eight weeks, I'm on a challenge. Or after the eight weeks, like I do, you'll get yourself a little bowl. Get yourself a little bowl, you'll have a bowl of it and then you put it away. So you're setting a new standard. So they're raising to meet yours. And then guess what's gonna happen? If you're not sitting down enjoying the chips, the chocolate, the wine with them, they're gonna go, ooh, maybe I shouldn't be buying this. Maybe we could spend our money on something else, a gym membership or something that's gonna make us healthy. So this is what I want you to do. This podcast is all about, you know, looking through your life with a fine tooth comb and looking at the subconscious standard that has been set. Where are you sitting and how can you take it to the next level? One thing that you can do is put yourself in and around people with a higher standard than you. So for me, I was in, um, I manifested tickets to date with Destiny with Tony Robbins. I paid five grand for my tickets. I manifested getting sponsored to get in with the Platinums who pay over a hundred thousand Australian dollars a year to be here. So I was down in the front row, very front row. Literally Tony Robbins was two meters from me and he, he asked me to speak. He spoke directly to me. He had me stand up. I shared. And the thing was, I went into that environment, these people, multi-millionaires, multi-millionaires, people that have a very high standard around their finances and their money. And if you've listened to my things about values, you know that one of my highest values is health and relationships and connection. But my money for a very long time was sitting down here, really low. So anyway, I manifested this ticket. I go into the environment with people who have a very high standard of money. The whispers in the back of my head, what are you doing here? You're not good enough. They're going to find out that you're a fraud and you've only paid five grand for your ticket and they've paid upwards of 20 and you're just going to get found out. You're going to be toxically shamed. You don't deserve to be here. Whisper, 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 whisper. But then I caught it. Am I going to raise, rise to meet their standard that they have set for their finances and their money story? Or am I going to come in there with a low vibration and be the sucker, the drainer, draining them of their energy? Am I going to go in there, rise up or pull them down with my energy? So I was like, okay, how can I take these people off a pedestal? I've pedestaled them because I thought they were better than me because they had more money than me. That's just an old thought pattern and process. All the facts are they have a higher money standard than I do. I've got a decision. I can rise up and meet where they are or I can stay down here in La La Land. Most people that are empowered with their money won't come back down to meet you. They'll just like be like, okay, that's okay. If you don't want this, that's fine, but I'm going to continue forward on my thing if you're really passionate about something. So what I, the, the process I went to was how do I rise? How do I meet them up there? So the first thing that I did, and you all have the ability to do this, is feel their vibration. So I felt their vibration. I was like, what do they feel like? What do they talk about? How do they treat money? How do they internalize money? So I felt their financial vibration and it was high for a lot of them. I'm talking multi-millionaires and in my wildest dreams. And then you know what I realized? They're all humans. And they all have gaps in their life. It's not usually with their money because they set their standard really high. But what have I got to bring to the table? Well, I'm really fit and healthy. I have a higher standard in health and fitness. A lot of those guys and gals, probably like 95% of them, because they were valuing their money and had a high standard in money, didn't value their health as much. So there was a lot of them that could have met my standard in health. So I've got that to bring to the table. I have a really solid high standard in health. 
what's the other thing I've got to bring to the table? So rather than just positioning them up there higher than me because they've got more money than me, what else do I set really high standards with? Well, I'm really committed to my personal development so I could share that. And it's not necessarily sharing in conversations. It's a vibration. It's the way that you feel to people. So I feel good because I'm healthy, I'm vibrant, I've got a spark in my eye and a spring in my step and a lot of them didn't have that. So I can offer that. What was the other thing I could offer? My relationship. I have a very empowered relationship with my husband. I set a very high standard in terms of my relationship and how we live and do life together. So listening to all these people, some of them did had disempowered relationships because money was one of their highest standards and it created some... Um, it just created some dis sort of service to relationships because they were placing money above relationships. So this is, this is really what this week is about, what this podcast is about. It's all through my mastermind this month is what standard are you setting for yourself and how can we rise your standard as opposed to do what most people will do, which will bring other people down to your level or likewise if it's you and you've got a high standard and someone comes in with a lower one that you're going to come back down and meet them so i invite you now to put a fine tooth comb through your life look at all the different areas and this is what we do through the mastermind i've got a template a spreadsheet that breaks down all the areas of your life your health your wealth your finances your contribution your spirituality down the side what standard do you set for yourself? Where are we going from here? Who are the people you're hanging out the most? And what standard do they set for themselves? Are you rising up? Are you putting yourself in and around people with a higher standard? Or are you doing what I did for a really long time and inserting yourself at the bottom? Like putting yourself at the bottom and bringing people down to you or the alternate, I was putting myself in the bottom because I was picking a very high standard group of people for example, at Tony Robbins, I, I inserted down here at the bottom. I was the low I had set the lowest standard. So I came in here intentionally. I did the work and now I'm moving up to these people. They're, they're, they're rising me up. They're, they're magnetizing me up because of their money vibration. So which one are you? What are you doing? And we go through the mastermind. We break it all down. We uh, dissect what you're currently doing, what your current patterns are and how we can switch and change them to get you something more resourceful. Too many of you are working too hard and doing too much. So what this mastermind is about is really about looking at what you are currently doing and how we can tweak, refine and change it so you can get more of what you want in your life. So for me, something I resisted, my standard in terms of spreadsheets and logging things and being organized on the computer was very low, 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 like really low. And then I had this story and I was looking through this filter of I can't do it, I don't know how, I'm disorganized, blah, 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 blah. My sister, on the other hand, is really good on the computer and really good at it. And uh, one of my mentors and good friends, Francesca Moy, incredible on the computer. So when I was around them, I noticed this feeling inside of me again, not good enough, like I'm not as good as them. How do I get better at it? So instead of bringing and dragging my vibration down and creating an identity around not being on the good on the computer, not being organized, which I did for a little while, and this is why I know you're doing it too. You're creating an identity, a secondary gain, 
around the standard that you're setting for yourself, whether it's computers, whether it's your physique, whether it's your health, your finances, your relationships, whatever area, you're creating an identity around it. And then what was happening instead of, I, I blocked myself from moving up because it became who I was. My language about the computer, my language about my organization skills, my language about uh, just in and around the computer and organization became very blocked. It became very rigid. This is just who I am. I'm no good at it. Guys, what kind of standard is that? It's not a very high standard. So I put myself again in and around people um, on purpose who were better at it than me and I would just feel their vibration. I didn't need to know everything that they needed to do um, to be good at it, but I just started to feel it. Same as when I was at Tony Roberts, I just started to feel it. It's this vibration. So I'd feel the people with a high money vibration. I would feel the people that were really organized and great on the computer. And guess what I would do? I would copy them. I would model it. Like little kids, we learn. When you're little, when you're a baby, you learn by watching people. That's how your brain works. So I put myself in and around people and go, oh, they can do it. So this is the thing. They can do it. I can do it too. They value that part of their life. I haven't, but I do now because it's causing me pain. Not to have any money was causing me pain. So I was like, I'm going to hang out with people. Being disorganized was causing me pain, a lot of pain. And I just swirled and whirled around in that and I was bathing in it and I was glorifying in it and creating this identity for myself that I really, that just wasn't part of my compelling new identity. So I had to create a new identity, something I get magnetized towards and she comes to visit and she's like, well, how would you in five years do this? What standard would you be in five years and what decisions would you make when you're at that level? And then when I do that, I'm like, wow, that's like magic. So I invite you all to go ahead and do that as well. The other thing that I want to speak to you about um, briefly before I finish is the standard that you set for yourself in any area of your life. It seems hard. It seems clunky. It seems like you need more time and you've got to be committed in the interim. The masses, they try it, they perceive fail it, and they'll just let go of it because it's too hard. So what happens is when you raise your standard, what it happened for me this week, in fact, so it's perfect timing that we're talking about this. What happened for me is I had a bad week in terms of health and fitness. A bad week for me and probably most of you, a bad week for me in the past, long time ago, and possibly a lot of you, is that I woke up and I would skip breakfast. I would have um, a milky coffee with two sugars in it I would grab, uh, not a cream bun, one of those cheese and bacon roll on the way to work. So my standard was pretty low. I wouldn't exercise at all or I might get out for one walk in the week and it was really just incident, like it was accidentally, I went for a walk. Um, I would have been eating pizza, pasta, garlic bread, all the things that I just might eat once a month or once every two months now, but just wouldn't touch it. So that's a standard I used to set for myself. That was, that was a pretty low standard. This week, I found myself being hard on myself because I was like, oh, I kind of found, fell off the bandwagon this weekend, uh, this week, sorry, in terms of my health and fitness. And I go, hold on a sec. Let's look at this. Let's really dissect it and break it down. I'm always about adjusting, tweaking, refining what's happened. I looked at the facts. Guys, because I raised my standard so high, do you want to hear what a bad week for me is now? And I had all the same feelings as a bad week 
back then, but because I naturally raised my standard, I raised my internal thermostat around my finances, money, my health, because I raised that thermostat when I think I'm not doing that well, I'm still like streets ahead of the others, like loads so far away, so um, elevated from the masses who are still living how I used to live and how I still live sometimes in some areas of my life. So here I am, I set the bar here and the standard, I fell off the wagon, uh, what used to be like into complete binging, um, binging not just on food, but on alcohol. I would be drinking alcohol, I'd be hung over for the whole weekend. Um, I'd just watch TV all the time. I'd be hanging around relationships that were toxic for me. So that was pretty miserable and it was all encompassing. So I'm getting to it. Listen to how raising your standard when I fell off the bandwagon this week and actually had the same feelings as I did back then because that's the way the human brain works. Literally, all that happened for me this week is I missed three resistance training sessions because I was tired and I had things booked in and Mother's Day was on. So I created a Mother's Day package that went berserk and I didn't allocate time, enough time. I allocated time to it, but not enough time to get everything done because I was expecting to sell maybe 10 or 20 packages and there was over 50 that went out. So here I am like, okay, I've got, I'm going to miss my workout. I choose that. It's conscious. I'm going to spend that time collating all the things together, getting it and putting it out there. So it wasn't because I was sitting on the couch watching TV. With, even if it was, it would have been fine. But it was because I consciously chose to do something that was more important in that moment. So here I am going through these feelings of like, oh, I've really let myself down this week. I've really dropped the ball. I really, you know, dropped the standard this week in my health and fitness. And then I went through it and I looked. And this is, this is the reason for this uh, podcast. I looked every single morning. I still woke up at 6.30. Every single morning, I still had my sacred time and my warm drink. Every single time, morning, I still journaled. Every single morning, I got on and did what was in my, uh, in my schedule. I did that. Every single morning, I still went for a walk. They weren't quite as far as long or as intense. So I started to make myself feel bad about that. I only got out for 10 minutes this morning. I only got out for 15 minutes and the schedule shows I should be out there for 30 or 35 because I set that standard. So here I am feeling bad. So I only walked for 10 minutes instead of 30, but that's still way better than being all the way back there, laying in bed, snooze, 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 rolling out of bed, milky, sugary coffee. Bleh. And then so the next thing would, I still had an amazing lunch every single day, but because we've had this role reversal and Gus is doing the lunches and I'm out here working and he comes and puts my lunch down in front of me, I started to feel guilty and I didn't even know it that because I hadn't prepped my own meal, I thought I wasn't eating properly. Guys, this is insane what our brain does to us. He would put the meal down in front of me. It was exactly the way I eat when I'm on my eight week challenges. I think I might've missed one meal through the week where I ended up having um, something that was like tuna instead of beans or something like that. See how the standard is so high. So the meal was put in front of me. I was feeling guilty because I hadn't prepared it, but I didn't realize this. I was just feeling like I'd failed. But because my standard is set so high, stuff is still working. Stuff is still looking good. Stuff is still feeling good. I'm not having to work as hard. And even when I fall off the bandwagon, it's still a high standard. That's why what I want to do for you through the course of the mastermind and all these things is keep raising the standard. So when you fall off the wagon, which you will, because you're human and we all do it, you fall to here. You're not falling to here. But wait, there's more. The other thing I realized I did was literally I wasn't eating afternoon tea, which is, oh my gosh, that's terrible, so bad. Because 
to maintain the weight that I need to be. I struggle to keep weight on the opposite to most people. I usually have to eat afternoon tea and because I've been so busy and so focused and I had a different priority right now, which was all of you guys and providing this content and doing the, the mastermind and the podcast and the extra support and the extra coaching for everybody, I'd realized I wasn't eating afternoon tea. So I looked at it and was like, okay, I'll eat afternoon tea now. I'm going to put a plan in place that I can eat afternoon tea. So every single morning I was still having oats for breakfast, oats, berries, protein powder, and I was having a black coffee. This is my, new st my, my normal standard now. I was having morning tea, a protein shake, and a banana, and a coffee with Gus. I was still eating the perfect lunch, but me falling off the wagon was skipping afternoon tea, and I was still having amazing dinners, except usually I would have when I'm eating meat, meat or beans, vegetables and salad. What I'd done for a couple of nights was the kids had tacos, so I had taco shells, which I wouldn't usually have, and they had enchiladas one night, and I had the enchilada thing. So can you see now why I hold myself to such a high standard in my health and fitness that even when I fall off the wagon, it's still not that bad and it's really easy to get on. So what we want to do for you is go deep into the subconscious mind. We want to link the things that you set a low standard with with things you set a higher standard with and link it in your mind so it plateaus out. And it's a lot easier to take the action. It's a lot easier to do the thing that you know is going to make you feel better, create more of an impact, create more of an income. So then you can go on this journey together. And it's so much easier, guys. It is so much easier. The other thing to be aware of before I finish up is basically um, you have a vibration around all, you are a vibration. Do not be the person that you go out for a coffee with. You've all experienced this. I know it. I know it. You go out for a coffee and you're feeling great and you're feeling groovy and you're sort of on your path and you're having a really good day and you have a phone call or a coffee with a friend and you walk away from that interaction going, oh my Lord, what just happened? I'm so exhausted right now. I felt so good before that. Why all of a sudden do I just feel like I need to go and sleep for three weeks? It's because the vibration of that person, it's like they have put a siphon into you and just siphoned all your good energy out. So in, um, in relation to that person, they probably don't even know that they're doing it. But if you choose to be around them, that's what's going to happen. You're going to come, their standard is here, you're going to come and meet them down here. They're going to put that into you. They're going to siphon out your energy and you're going to walk away and sleep for three hours instead of coming out here to the office if you're a business person or creating food if you're a foodie or spending time with the family. You're going to feel like you need to go sleep or binge eat or drink alcohol, whatever it is. So you've got to recognize that. First of all, recognize it and stop hanging around that person or give them love and send them love, but limit your time with them and protect yourself when they're with them. The other thing before we go, guys, is don't be that person. Because I know I used to be her. I used to be the person, as terrible as it sounds, that people would come and have coffee with. Now is the total opposite. 
people say, Di, even if I just hear you online or if, you know, you're lucky enough to come and have a coffee or come and spend some time at the retreat with us or even just on Mastermind, listening to the podcast, listening to the recording, every single time I see your face, hear your name, do something, you're like, I feel lit up. I feel like I can take on the world. I feel like I can do anything I put my mind to. Be that person. But guys, I did used to be the person that you would leave a coffee with and just be like, oh my God, I feel like I've been hit by a bus. And that was me. That was my vibration. That was my energy. That the standards I set for myself in all areas of your life rubbing off onto you. So it works both ways. You know, let's set these higher standards. Let's be not hard on ourselves. Let's just know how our brain works to get us there. Let's know when we fall off the wagon that the standard is still sit, sitting so high that you've still got a healthy body. You've still got... Um, phenomenal finances you've still got an empowered relationship even when you fall off the bandwagon because you are you're human but because you set the standard so high you're just going to fall down here and it's going to give you the launch pad then to set the bar higher and higher and higher and it's like this cycle this big cycle we all go through not good enough good enough good enough and then we just go up like this and what it's going to do is give you the launch pad from here to take the next leap to take the next leap of faith in your health in your business in whatever area of your life from here instead of from down here through the floor where it's really hard to get up from. So I feel like that awareness is going to completely open up so much possibility, so much opportunity for you guys. If you're wanting more information, definitely jump on to the mastermind, seven free days for anybody that's interested. There's no contracts, there's no fees. It's $80 a month, which is less than $20 a week. Um, and I just took all the information that's got me to where I am today. My book just went bestseller. I published my first book. The book is now um, Amazon bestseller in two categories. And we came fourth in business and economics, which is pretty cool. Um, I've got my jewelry line, which you can see here going global all over the world. Went nuts on Mother's Day. Uh, I've tripled my income in the last year and fit as healthy as I've ever been. So if you want some of that, jump over to the mastermind. What I've done is taken everything I've done all the things I've done and all the things I haven't done, the things I stopped doing, and I've packaged it into a neat, beautiful, affordable product that you can do anytime because it's all videos and you can implement into your life and start these strategies step by step, two millimeters by two millimeters. Now I've got my podcast out. I've got the extra support webinar. I've got the extra training. I don't do one-on-ones anymore. It's all one-to-many. If you're really feeling the call to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, I'm sort of toying with the idea of opening up two positions over the next six months. So there would only be two lucky people and we can sit down and we can have a conversation with that because it's got to be the right people. You have got to be ready to jump. You have got to be ready to commit. You have got to be ready to do the work. So if you want the life that you're dreaming on, of, I know I can help you get there. If all the free stuff is for you right now, you've got the podcast, the extra support webinars, um, the YouTube channel, the Instagram stories, you've got all of that. Keep consuming the content because I know that's enough for some of you right now. Um, but if you're ready to take the next leap, the next step, we've got the mastermind. We have got the retreat coming up in September, which is nearly full. So you just reach out and you tell me which way you want to go, how committed you are, and then you can insert yourself wherever that works best for you. So if you are a business person, that's something to notice. Like we spend 80, I spend 80% of my time on free content and free products because I want to get it out there to the masses. I want to be able to make a change like that for people and then 
when you're ready and, and properly nurtured and loved through the processes, you're ready for the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And if you're a business person, that's the way you should be doing business. Focus on value, 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 value. Give so much value. Give more than what's expected. And then you will have the most loyal, engaged friends, family and followers that will follow you along the journey and support you and love you as you do for them. If you're out there trying to get people, I'm not the coach for you. You've got to live and breathe it. You've got to do it and you've got to do it from here first. And then your life, your business, your finances, your health, all the important areas of your relationships all just sort of open up like a magical flower, start blossoming and blooming. And you wake up one night and you look back through the day and you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't have any dramas today. I was scheduled, I was on track, I got everything done, I got more than more than what was on my list done. I wake up every morning, I'm so excited to take on the day. I've got a harmonious, empowered relationship with my beloved. Um, I've created the family environment that I want. I'm getting along with all of my siblings, I'm running the business, I'm doing the thing, and it's just like, there's no drama. I'm actually really enjoying this. So you've all got it within you. I'm really looking forward to watching and witnessing your next part of the journey. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. I'm your facilitator, host, your thought leader, Diane McKendrick, and I will see you on the other side.